2: Hello and welcome back aboard the Hot Mess Express, where every week we dive into all things 90 Day Fiance. We're here to cover season nine, episode two of 90 Day Fiance. We're going to talk about the four couples we met last week. We're going to talk about the new couple we met this week and all other shenanigans that fall under that umbrella. I am your host and conductor, of course, Anva Vakili, ready to break it all down. Now, last week, Liana was here, my partner in crime. We talked through some stuff. She was upset she didn't get a great episode. I feel like my guest got a good episode. I'm very excited to introduce to you the person at the helm of all things Married at First Sight, All Things Love is Blind, All Things Ultimatum, knows a thing or two about these love shows. It is the one, the only, Asia Welsh. Asia, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, Puya. I am doing wonderful. I'm so excited to be here to talk about some 90 day, especially with I I fell off of the other way and I was like, you know what? I am going to start fresh anew with 90 day proper. So I'm so glad that we we do have a lot of new couples and you know I get to continue <laughs> Ari and Binium, mm-hmm. um, especially since I, you know, I've seen a full season with them. And um I'm excited to talk about this. You know, love shows. It's just something about them. I just enjoy exploring the dynamics of the couples and then just the the tragic relationships that we see.
2: And tragic they are. I feel like these shows, they brought us in under the false pretense of, look, look, this is what love looks like. And then you meet the people and they are all walking nightmares. And you just have to figure out who is the rose in between this mess. And typically there's not many of them. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right? yeah how is you know usually there could be a rose and a thorn in every situation how are there all thorns <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> seriously it's
1: like how so is possible?
2: oh my god I'm very excited to kick this off um, Asia so let's start with the couple that everyone's been waiting for us to talk about they left us on yes. a cliffhanger last week it's Bilal and Shaida now last we saw Bilal he was going to drive up to the airport to pick up Shaida in this rundown van that his big plan was, I'm gonna make this prank. I'm going to fool Shaida into thinking that I don't have means and that'll be great for the night. And then the next night's like, oh, I was kidding. Ha ha, we have a we have a whole place. What was your thoughts seeing this idea put out by this man?
1: Can we talk about how a prank and a joke, like what the definition of those are? Because Please. this ain't it. This no. is it's like you are putting this woman to the test. When there there was no need for that, she is moving to the United States. She has already said yes to your proposal. Why is there a test needed when you have already you already avoided showing her your house, showing her your cars? So clearly she's not there because she wants the stuff that you have. So it's like, what are you doing
2: it's wild the more he spoke this episode the more I was like oh no you have no leg to stand on this, yes. is, this is asinine and honestly pranks you know here's a prank you loosen the salt shaker someone puts a little too much salt in their food that ruins the day ruins the meal but that's a prank you actively making it seem like you were hiding a lot of stuff from your fiance and now it looks like you were fronting
1: Yes. Hate it. this
2: is stupid
1: <laughs> it would have it really honestly very stupid it it, it would have been okay if he wanted to commit to the bit of like okay the car pick her up in the van but drive to your actual house that it was just like i was i was joking i was kidding blah 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 blah, blah. but you're <laughs> like the extra steps of his childhood home and then eating dinner there And then what looks like spending the night there, it's too much. At this point, there's no ha 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 on her end when she finds (laughs) out the truth. There's no, oh, you're so silly. I can't believe I fell for that. No, it's like, why would you do this? Why would you put me to a test? Like, why why wouldn't you think that I would question as a 42-year-old man that you are presenting this lifestyle that you don't actually live? Like, I... I I was so annoyed that he was trying to paint this picture. That she, oh, she's so like she's so judgmental, and she's this, she's that. When she actually seems like a very reasonable and logical person.
2: Yeah, I feel like the sweet spot would have been the van only. That would have been fine. Exactly. This is extra, and I do think I think you have it right. Honestly, having it be his childhood home brought in a lot more of a personal feeling and protection he has over this place because. She's clearly not happy with what she's seeing and I think he's taking it a lot more personally because so so his whole reasoning that he starts the episode by saying that you know he comes from the city he comes from the hood from the inner city and that's part of who he is and it's important to him that this test amplifies and and shows that okay if we didn't have means if we ended up losing our wealth one day she would still stay with me this is <laughs> Let her see the other side of you first. Like, this is, I, I, I just cannot with Bilal right now. I wanted, um, I want to, I wanted, like, you know, Bilal comes through successful Muslim man. I was like, okay, I'm going to uh-huh. ride with you. I am, I am getting out of the car. I am not, I'm out of the van. I'm not riding with Bilal episode two already. I'm out.
1: Yeah. It's like last, last episode. You're trying, you're like, you're on the fence. You're riding with the car door open. Like, okay, you show me anything else. I'm jumping out. This episode just right, right off the bat. I'm jumping out because what, what is this? What it, the fact that he says like, Oh, she claims to be ride or die. We'll see if that's true. No, things are things, right? Things are things until there is value placed on it. Like if she, mm-hmm. if he had this stuffed animal that was just like old, old and like, um torn apart and like just ripped to shreds and he like gave it to her for valentine's day and said hey here here's this of course she would be like hmm what you know rather than just like a fresh stuffed teddy bear but if he's like here i'm giving you the first stuffed animal i ever received i've had it for 42 years my mom gave it to me when we were going through this then it means so much more you know that automatically places value to that item so he the fact that he's judging her based on this van and this childhood home that she doesn't know is that is just totally unfair.
2: It really is. It really is. And like, again, Bilal, you say you've only been together physically seven days, which already you can tell has put a lot of like, he still isn't like for sure like, you know, certain about this relationship. First of all, that's on you. But second, You met her. You got to see where she's from. You know everything about her, like living arrangement for the most part. Any mm-hmm. the problem here, Asia, is that Shaita tells us that she has asked him, "Hey, what, what, what's your house look like? What are the vehicles you have?" And he's kept it secret. So she's coming into this thinking, "What are you hiding from me?" And having that pretense, knowing that coming into this prank, this is a recipe for disaster.
1: Absolutely. Like, it's not like she has stated or at least that they explain that she's like, I expect you to have a Jaguar. I expect you to have a mansion. Totally different. Like if this was, you know, I probably would have seen that from uh, Miona, you know, (laughs) like that's probably her impression of the lifestyle that she would want to live in the U.S. But. Shada has not given that impression so far.
2: No. So it's just and I, like,
1: why are you? It, it's, it's almost as if he's just, he's creating this issue, obviously. But he's the one that has an expectation on her by wanting a certain response, by setting up this scenario. It's like, no.
2: Yeah. And that is the exact point, is that he is looking for a specific reaction to, quote, pass his test. And that reaction is... Oh, okay. Like this is fine. We can. We're happy. We're together. That's all that matters. That's what he wants to hear. That's obviously not what he's going to hear because, again, there are so many more layers. Like you mentioned, Miona, and I feel like Miona has made it clear what her expectations are. So Jibri knows what he signed up for. Right. Shaida, I feel like is in a place where she's made what she wants clear-ish, but she doesn't have the full story. She yeah. doesn't know the full arrangement. So that is a problem that we're having here. So he picks her up from the airport. He goes to the airport. They see each other. They embrace. It's beautiful. I love that. I always love when they mm-hmm. see each other for the first time. Yeah. But, but they get outside and this should have been the first clue that she doesn't care about money Asia. They <laughs> yeah. get outside and, and they pull up to this like little Chevy Malibu that's next to this van. And she thinks, Oh, the Chevy's the car. This little car. And
1: she's perfectly fine with that.
2: She's content. It's like, a, it's a, what, like maybe like a, $25,000 sedan mm-hmm. it looks simple it looks A to B she seems fine with it but no it's the van she looks shocked she calls it the Scooby-Doo van which honestly is probably the nicest way she could have said yes. that. Like, <laughs> like that is a positive spin on a van if I've ever heard of this the mystery machine okay yes. that's not bad <laughs> but then he puts her stuff in the in the van and and when she goes to sit and she, uh, did you put my bags by the trash? This is all trash here, right? Is there a rat in here? Like, wh- and then she said, This place looking like Sanford and Son. This is a reference I don't get. I'm not going to lie to you, but I did laugh because if oh. the delivery was on point.
1: Right. I wish I was a better person to, uh, reference this, but like, Sanford and Son is like way before my time. Like, this show was out in 1972. And it was like, I grew up watching like old episodes of like, um, Different or uh, uh, what's it? Good times, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was around the like the same time period. But I'm, I, I think Sanford and Son. It was uh, from from what I read before because I, I was I was under the same impression. I was like, wait, I got to get this reference because clearly with the Scooby Doo van reference, she's funny. Like she she hits yeah. nail on the head. Like she she can make these references quick. But uh Sanford and Son is a it's about a junk dealer. Fred Sanford runs that, a rough shod. Yeah, his, yeah.
2: I looked it up and I'm seeing uh, gifts of a red pickup truck that says Sanford on salvage. And it does look mm-hmm. like they're collecting scrap. So yeah. I get the reference now upon doing the image search. Um, she's she's comedy. I love her. I'm very yes. excited to get more. And the thing is, he's a clown. So I feel like we're going to get a lot of this from her, which I'm excited <laughs> about.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, you know, it, it's also tough because once this whole ruse is over we might get a very just like annoyed Shaida. Whereas like her, like when she when she arrives, she's she's very happy to see him. She's excited to see what her life is going to look like. And the fact that he did all this unnecessary stuff in between I'm like, is she even going to be the funny Shaida we see today?
2: Is she going to laugh? Is she going to laugh at anything? No, I don't know. The next morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, here's where we actually live.
1: I don't
2: think that's funny. Like, that's At not a all. joke. So, yeah. It's like boo, so,
1: tomato, tomato, tomato. You egg, don't know what comedy is.
2: Exactly. Bilal missing the joke completely. <laughs> so he takes her to this house and she says, Oh, wow, this looks like a home from the 1900s. Must be an antique. Uh, then she <laughs> tells us that this place is dilapida- dilapidated. Uh, yes. It's not where she wants to be. Here's the thing, right? If you tell me, that you are a real estate agent, a realtor, mm-hmm. I would have to pull references because I don't know any realtors personally. I have to pull references from TV shows I've watched, and mm-hmm. anyone that's dealing with real estate typically has a pretty nice house, or at least a house that is up to all the conditions to make it its best. So when you right. walk into this place and the ceiling's peeling everywhere, it's like, do you not? Is this not your job? Like, do you? Should, if I was a sandwich artist at Subway. And I gave you a sandwich where like the meats on one side, there's like on part, like the lettuce isn't symmetrical. You have every right to be like, "Hey, puya! I thought this was what you do. Like, this is kind of (laughs) messed up what you're giving me right now. Like it's not even cut. Right.
1: Right. Especially with real estate being commission based. You know, Mm -hmm. if I'm her and I'm seeing this house that you were supposedly living in, then I'm thinking, oh, then you're probably a bad real estate agent. So he's making right. her come to assumptions that may not be true for himself, because if he's doing well, as we we saw his house, we've seen his car, his real car and his real house, then we know, okay, he's doing well for himself. But why are you making her place these judgments on you unnecessarily?
2: And that's the thing is that she also tells us that when he first, when she met him in person in Trinidad, he came in with Louis Vuitton luggage. Louis He's wearing Tart. these fine suits. So that also, if you're trying to, you know, analyze your partner that you've now met his living conditions, you could very much think, um, you're bad with your money too, because you're not exactly. prioritizing your living. You're prioritizing what people might see on social media or, mm-hmm. or what people might see on the surface.
1: Yeah. Like for, for her to say, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable like moving here i thought i was moving to like a first world country and like this is what you're showing me Mm -hmm. i mean sorry she has she has a level of like a standard based on her interaction with you because all it's made her think is he is but like you said putting forth this 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 man that can't afford the lifestyle that he's presenting it's like are you a 22 year old rapper no so why are you doing
2: this? Right. And and see, here's the other thing that I have a problem with Bilal is that he is the one who's painting this living situation to us as if it's like the worst of the worst. Like we're talking rundown. It's yep. a whole home. He tells her later an argument of like, you know, a lot of people don't own houses. Yes. Yeah. But why are you making it seem like this is a bad living situation? If you fixed up the house, I'm sure it's it's phenomenal. It's fine. It's on you. You are making yes. it seem to be the problem. And then you're mad that she sees it as a problem because she's seeing what you wanted her to see. So exactly. why are you mad?
1: <laughs> yes. It's like, if I'm going to like, okay, I'm going to have somebody over for the first time to my real house, but I'm going to trash it just, just to see what they say, just to, you know, get, get their reaction. They're like, oh my gosh, it's a mess in here. I'm not going to be offended. Like, how could you say this is a mess? This is my childhood mess. What do you what do you mean? <laughs> it's just it's 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 absurd, honestly. And the fact the, the the main thing here for me is that there have been no one has lived in this house for 15 years, we find out mm-hmm. from them. Fifteen years. A house can look in rough shape if no one has lived there in like six months.
2: Oh, I, I would say three months. It, yes. can, it can easily look like, you know, when, when a house is lived in, it's, you're breathing life into it almost literally. Yes. It, it, it is, you know, kind of like a plant. You're watering it, you're maintaining it. If no one's out there for 15 years, like this is like Jumanji. Like, no one was there for 20 years. It looked run down and it was a big ass mansion.
1: Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's just like you created the situation and you're mad that it the the visual is what you set up. And so it's just like you can't. I don't know. He's just trying to paint her out to be superficial when that's not the case. And so there's no way he comes out of this without her being mad at him.
2: Because when he reveals the prank. You know, he's going to have to bring up that he was testing her and she's not right. going to take kindly to that because you're supposed to be my partner. You're what are you testing me for? If right. if you if we, I am literally I've left my family, my home, my country behind to be with you permanently. You cannot be te- like I am certain in the actions I've done. I've left to come to you. I, I've i made my decision. You cannot be waffling with me like this. This is not OK.
1: Exactly. She didn't come over on like a one hour flight either. Like she's exhausted and you're, you're like, no, don't, don't have me like running a marathon. And at the finish line, it's like, okay, take this, this, uh, 12 page calculus test. No, I I don't want to test. I'm tired. I want to sleep and I don't want to have to sleep in. Uh, a bed that hasn't been managed in fifty i'm sure they go over there time to time obviously because he still manages that or he still owns the house I guess mm-hmm. because he had free reign to use it um but like it's just not it's showing a lack of care for her because you should be wanting to give her like welcome to the United States. I'm I'm so happy to have you here. I want you to be the most comfortable but instead yes. no I want to test you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, I just looked it up. The travel time between the states and Trinidad and Tobago is about six hours and twenty minutes.
1: Oh my if, gosh!
2: If I've flown six hours twenty minutes and I've had to go through pass control, immigration, yes. nervous about everything, hoping everything works out, and I come out the other side, and then you're doing this, and the thing is, it's not even our reality. It's a false reality you've created to test me. Yeah, we're gonna exchange words. This is not yes. gonna be okay by me. If I if I got to Connecticut. And Liana's like, all right, well, we're eating a can of beans that I'm heating up on this little like portable stove that we use for camping because that's all we got. I'd be like, okay, um, I didn't know this. I still love you. I'm still happy to be here, but we'll figure out a way to get out. We'll talk about it. But the fact that this isn't even going to be the reality (laughs) is nuts.
1: It really honestly just blows my mind. And the moment she finds out, I think that there's no way she doesn't question his maturity because just like, why, what was the reason? Why did you think I wanted you for your stuff when you didn't even show me your stuff? And I'm here anyway.
2: <laughs> I know no stuff. I've asked you and you've been secretive. And instead of saying, well, I'm not moving until you tell me everything I have been okay with what what's been set up and I've come through anyway, this ain't okay. So then he, you know, they he they get on the couch and they're talking about this, and she says, Well, a lot of things need to be fixed here. And then he snaps back, AJ. He has the yes. audacity to say, Yeah, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed with your attitude, too.
1: I'm sorry, what do you no. want to get married? <laughs>
2: do, are you are you do you like matrimony? <laughs> are you sure <laughs> this is what you've signed up for? Because these are not the words of someone who is ready at all.
1: At all. And it's like, why are you trying to control her reaction with this situation? Because someone's going to react to something however they want to react. And and in this circumstance, I think most women would react this way. If you have traveled to see them with the Louis Vuitton and you show up and that does not match the lifestyle you have have presented to her. Right. And so it's just like it's not like he's like, oh, here's, you know. She would be, She would have been fine with the average living circumstances. Like if he, had, it was just like a, you know, a house built in like the two thousands that was one story, and he and she and he was driving that Malibu. She would have been perfectly fine because he's obviously living above the average means by what we've seen in the previews. Right. So like,
2: what is what you need to get the K one visa? You need to be above. I think the, like, it's not a huge amount. It's like, you, basically, you have to be above like the poverty line. I think
0: mm-hmm. the
2: income has to be somewhere close to, I think 15 to 20 K. I will correct this when Liana listens to this and, and corrects me. <laughs> um, but it's like, the thing is, that's what she knows. So I yeah. just, this whole idea of this being a joke, again, I don't want to belabor the point, but it is, yeah. it is ridiculous. So then when it comes to the rest of the episode with them, he says, "Well, do you want something to eat?" And she says, "Uh, something from a clean bowl." Yeah, I, I'm down with that. And he replies, "Well, I'll order something." And she jokes back, "Well, do you do you have the money for that?" I feel like she's onto him almost. Shade, uh, shade is. I really do. I,
1: yeah, it, it seems that way. Well, like it seems like she she wants this to be a joke because it's so unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And he's probably acting in a manner that she's never seen before, like this stone cold, like has no explanation for anything. He's trying to seem like like down or sad. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I have a feeling this is just not how he uh, behaves on a normal basis. And so I just loved this from her. I was like, "Yes, drag him because don't don't pick me up and then we're going to be eating takeout constantly." Like I'm glad she's pressing at home.
2: Yeah. Well, like this is the thing for me is what I find interesting is could he be upset about the the response he's getting because he knows now that oh, this prank isn't going to land the way I thought it was going to land because she is like, you know what I mean? She's devastated. Yeah. So I can't be like, haha, it was a joke because it's not going to land the same. So I feel like that's why he keeps looking for a specific reaction and he keeps trying to push her to a specific reaction. He's not going to get that. They right. get the takeout. They, they eat and, you know, she tells us she, she feels like she's been deceived. She feels like, uh, this was a, this is a problem. And then she tells mm-hmm. us in private as well that, you know, she feels like he's trying to carry an image and it's delusional to, yes. to, try and do that and then live like this. She says maybe we have to like sell some of his suits. I still love them. I'm still going to be with them. We'll figure this out together. And I think Shaida hits all the points and has taken this very well. She will when she could easily not take it well and we'd be a, we'd understand you know,
1: like I just don't understand in what world would she have just been like, oh my gosh, okay, this is okay. We can we can he, he's thinking that she should say we should we can build and grow together. I'm sorry, you are 42 and established in your career. It's not like you are at the point in your life where you're job uh, jumping job to job. So it's like, it's totally okay for her to have this impression that you're doing well for yourself. And for her to be presented with this, she's just like, <laughs> wait a second. And the fact that she's willing to say, okay, I'm gonna stay here for 90 days. I'm fine with that. But then we gotta do something about this. Cause this, clearly she. She is fine with this. She didn't throw a fit. She didn't decide to leave. She didn't like go off on him. It was all a very understandable reaction of being deceived. So it's just like and even for her to come come to the conclusion that like he just needs to work on his image. That was <laughs> she was like cuz this house is like what we call back home like I fool. <laughs> she's just like We just have to kind of level set because clearly he gave me a certain impression. That's that's what's happening. So we need to work on that rather than, oh, I hate it here. I'm leaving. She didn't do that at all.
2: She literally showed that she was going to ride it out with him no matter the conditions, which if that was your test, she passes the test, Bilal. So (laughs) deal with deal with the ramifications because you set this up for yourself. Now, in the next time on, we do see that they're going to have lunch with his mom. And I'm curious how this is going to play out. I'm curious how Bilal's going to handle such communication.
1: Well, see, what my impression from that was that this is another lie. Like he's saying, we're going to have lunch with my mom. Oh, and they're then they're going, going to his house. house.
2: Yes.
0: Ugh.
1: Like, bro, why do you continue? It's just like, <laughs> lie on top of lie on top of lie, but oh, it's just a joke? It's just yeah. a joke? Oh,
2: and also, so you're going to make me worry the whole day about meeting your mom and get nervous about how I hope I have a good impression with my soon-to-be in-laws. Oh, I'm not <laughs> meeting them? I've I've been sweating it for no reason. Great. Okay. <laughs> Oof.
1: Yeah, she's like, probably thinking, okay, I'm excited. I want to make a good impression on her. They're going to probably walk inside, and he's going to be like, Oh, this is actually my house. What reaction is she supposed to have? Oh my gosh, I'm so happy this is your house. Or what the heck? Why would you do this the past 24 hours?
2: Listen, Bilal thought my life would be too easy if I if I did everything right. So let me make it difficult for myself. And it's paying off in that department and in that department only.
1: Yeah, this all was very literally unwarranted they could have just had an easy meeting. It could have just been progressing with her meeting his children, her meeting his ex wife, getting used to being here, just working through their relationship, how's it gonna be living together? But no, he had to do all this extra stuff. So it's just <laughs> causing an unnecessary wrench in their relationship. It's just like it was totally uncalled for. And this is this is why people have the opinion they have about men. Most men, not all men.
2: <laughs> Would they play too much? Yes.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, they can't be serious. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> all of the reasons here, Bilal, uh, you're you're doing a poor job of representing us. Uh, <laughs> right. Don't represent us, please. I beg. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about Eve and Muhammad, the new couple that we're meeting for the first time. All right, Asia. So we get the debut of a brand new couple here today and we meet Eve. Okay. So Eve is a 48 year old woman from Albuquerque. She is an acupuncturist and massage therapist. We come in with the B roll of her uh, working with a client. I don't know the terminology for this stuff. So acupuncture, I know what it is. But then she was putting the, the suction cup, messenger uh, yeah, things it's on cupping. the back. Mm-hmm. Cupping? Oh, okay. There we go. it was Right there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've never indulged. It looks painful, but I'm assuming it's super soothing.
1: Yeah, I've seen people get it. I've never, I, well, like the remnants of it, like they mm-hmm. always like the red circles in their back after uh, they've gotten it. I've seen a lot of like athletes do it, but I'm sure it's it's pretty uh, beneficial because I think it's supposed to help with pain. Maybe, you know, maybe blood flow. I'm not sure, uh, but but yeah, I've only known it for like athletes.
2: That makes sense. That means, I mean, the same thing with acupuncture is that you're putting needles on someone, multiple needles, but mm-hmm. they're supposed to relieve, which I get it. Like, right, I think it would right. work. Um, she does tell us she is Native American Apache, uh, says that, you know, her roots have led her to a path of healing, which is why she loves what she does. And then we do meet her son, uh, Asia, uh, Theron, really? Theron, the son, the son's name, I believe.
1: I believe I, I believe so i didn't catch the actual yeah uh, so it's like name. it's
2: taryn with an h but i don't know if it's just taryn Ther- taryn or th- i have to pronounce the th- like Duron. yeah or theron yeah so we'll learn more we, we saw her son for a little bit uh we learned that her son has autism down syndrome stage two kidney disease mm-hmm. um, and has to be catheterized every three hours um and then that this uh her and son he's comes 12. and he is 12 yes her son comes from a uh, engagement of eight years. She never ended up marrying the father of uh, Theron. Uh, I think ultimately she said that it just they were not working out, so she decided not to go through with the with the marriage. And then this was very quickly yada yada, and we got to the the Muhammad segment where a man half her age slides in the DMs. Uh, it was Muhammad from Egypt, okay, and she okay. talks to us about his body, how how well sculpted it is. Uh, what the, did you the think? Way, about
1: <laughs> the way I instantly thought this was a catfish, I was like, <laughs> "There's, I, I just thought there's no way, but there was a way because I, you know, ha, just the just the circumstances. Half your age just falls out of the air into your DMs." Like, there has to be something that that's different about his physical appearance. You he have to, like to be model. skeptical yeah. out the gate.
2: You have to be skeptical, simply put. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what's it called? So then she DMs him back, and then they within two days, Asia, they're video chatting, everything's good, they're talking multiple times a day, and then within a couple of weeks they admit that they're falling in love, and then two months after that first DM, she flies out to see him.
1: I mean, you you know, people say when you know, you know, but that's a whirlwind. Two weeks <laughs> that I mean, I can't even I can't even commit to working out consistently for two weeks. So yes. it's like they 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 had to be talking around the clock for those two whole weeks to just know, like, this is it. I need to see him
2: right for this connection. I, I will say I am very happy to hear that a couple on 90 day started video chatting right out the gate because the best way to um, prove that this is not a catfish is the video. So yeah. that is smart. I'm glad they did that. They seem to be hitting it off. So she, he is 25. She is 48. So there you have about a 23 year old age gap between them. She mm-hmm. tells us that they don't feel this age gap at all whatsoever. But then we do meet um Crystal, who is one of Eve's close friends. And Crystal has a son that's 25. So she is not really feeling this relationship as much as Eve.
1: Yeah, her perspective can only be okay, would I want my son to date a woman that is 48? Like, you start to think, okay, what are their commonalities? How is this going to work? Are they, is my son even going to be mature enough to handle a woman at that age? So she can only come from that perspective. So to see her friend dating someone the same age as her son, it's just like, okay, I have reason to be a little hesitant, but if if you love if you like it, I love it.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and hell, even in her reasoning to us, she mentions that. Well, it's also because I think you know my son is pretty immature, so he would be like. The, I feel like he would be immature as well. Like she mentions, it weirds her out, but then also says, "Are they going to be? Is Muhammad going to be mature enough for?" Eve is the question. And this conversation is happening while Eve is clearing out her closet of her more revealing clothing items uh, because uh, Muhammad is Muslim and he, they, he is more conservative and I believe this is the beginning of a compromise that Eve is starting to put down for this relationship.
1: Can we even say compromise? I feel like that's a little, that's a little bit of a stretch. That, that would be like meeting in the middle where I feel like she's adapting to him culturally by making mm-hmm. sure that she is, uh you know, respecting his culture by yes. totally acclimating. Right. And it's like, I, I was torn between, okay, she's doing this because she wants to, or she's doing this because she's like, okay, if I have to be, if I want to be with him, I have to give all of this stuff up. Because I feel like that's only going to end in resentment if she doesn't truly want to be like, okay, this is just, you know, how I'm going to proceed, which, you know, us later finding out more about their uh, their interactions with each other. I feel like that's not the case. I feel like she sees this, handsome man she's like i'm gonna do what i like i he whatever it takes whatever it takes to be with him so just to to throw away a lot of clothes um i thought that was very interesting um but i just don't i really don't want it to come back and like bite muhammad because she's gonna be like oh i did all this for you and like I, i don't know
2: It's And that's the thing. We haven't really met Muhammad. We didn't get any interview with Muhammad. So we don't know quite where he stands. The only thing we really know about Muhammad is that in one of the previews in the early season, he made a comment to her on a drive that was, are you going to pick a bikini over me? Right? So yeah, (laughs) that's going to be, this is going to be contested for sure. But it is an interesting conversation because especially later on when we meet her friend group and they're talking about this, if this is a choice that she is actively making, mm-hmm. then and, and she wants to do it, no one should stand in her way. This is her choice. Right. If she is being forced to do it and doesn't want to do it, they should definitely have a conversation because that's already going to spell a rough start to your relationship that's supposed to last long because if you come in and you both have vastly opposing views about stuff and neither, you're not going to find that middle that you mentioned, Asia, mm-hmm. then This is just a recipe for disaster waiting to happen. And I feel like from what we're seeing, she's doing the clothing stuff. um, And when she goes out for drinks with her friends later, she mentions that they had talked about with Muhammad, how this is a special occasion. So it's cool. And she doesn't really drink all that much, but would want to drink for uh, special occasions. She mentions that, oh, pork is another thing that we're, I'm going to be trying to remove. So it sounds like she's doing a lot, but what I want to know is mm-hmm. is she taking, like, is she trying to do this ahead of time? Be like, oh, I already know what he would require, so I'm going to do all this? Or is this something they've talked about and this is, quote, the law he has put down? And then she wants to be respectful of that.
1: I feel like it might be the latter because it feels like she's trying to do it in preparation. So it's just not a like a full in preparation because he's mentioned it. Cause she knows when he gets here, I need to make sure I'm not wearing a bikini. I need to make sure we're not doing any PDA in public. um, Mm -hmm. That is what PDA is, but (laughs) we're not doing any PDA. And so, and then she's like, they're literally getting a wine flight, which sounds, sounded heavenly, by the way. And so it's like, oh, I wonder what type of white and red they're getting. (laughs) But I'm like, wait, so you're saying you're only going to do this on special occasions and he knows you do this on special occasions, but then you have to get rid of the clothes that he's not comfortable with. Like, it all sounds like for him, but I'm not hearing I want to do this because of X, Y and Z.
2: Right. And I uh, I'm so nervous for these two. I feel like already yeah. the age gap was going to be something that they were going to realize they're going to notice more now that they're going to be like living together and you add all of this complicated stuff with the religious upbringing and, and cultural differences and especially if he leans more conservative I think there's going to be a problem here but then I will say, uh, Muhammad you commented on a bikini photo my guy so,
1: right. hmm, hmm, uh, okay. so <laughs> right, that's that's how y'all are in this predicament in the first place um, right but yeah for him to he doesn't drink at all and then he was a virgin and like that was
2: yep he was writing
1: a line here because he is no longer a virgin
2: right right and I mean, listen, I come from a Muslim background. So a lot of these, uh, more conservative views, I have, se- I have, you know, grown up around it. I've mm-hmm. seen people who actively followed and, and practiced it heavily. And I've seen people who didn't practice it heavily. It really, di- it's different from like family to family, from person and family to person and family. So once we learn more about Muhammad, we'll find out where they're leaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, because ultimately, initially I thought, oh, this is, um, Eve kind of, Seeing, okay, this is how the culture was when I visited, that's what I'm going to adapt. But I think through our conversation and both remembering the preview we saw, there's a bigger chance that Muhammad feels more conservative and has said what his expectations are. But that would also right. require the 90-day people to communicate, and they're typically very bad at that. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep an eye on this uh, developing news, and we'll find out later on. When Eve goes to meet her friends, she says, we're hanging out with the squad. Like, yeah. All right, you hang out with your squad. They're out having wine. None of these friends sound like they are fully supporting this decision yeah, at, at all. all
1: there's not like usually in a friend group there's that one person that might chime in like it's okay like i i i like they're the more positive one like i support you no they're all pretty much on the same page that they think that she's gonna lose herself with him like there's not one person that's just like okay let me lean into the positives that she's told me and so it's just like they had all these questions specifically you know about their sexual relationship like asking oh well how is he if he was a virgin they are like oh well he's a rock star and uh she's like you know they we decided to go ahead and do that because we figured this is it for us so and and then she and you know in the confessional we see her say well you know muhammad is very private about this stuff so I'm like, I, then he probably won't appreciate all this conversation.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is not the show for someone who wants to keep things private. Right. The community that watches this show also does not love keeping things private. The, I'm it sure no. <laughs> if I go through the subreddit, they've already found things. They always do, and um it is it can be a lot. So listen, when we meet Muhammad, let's see let's see what Muhammad brings. Muhammad from Egypt. We'll yes. find out more, but for now. That's all we got. On the next time on, did we get them? We did not get them, which yeah, also no. oh no, we did get them. Sorry. Um, he did say in confessional, my perfect woman will love me as my mother. And oh, yes. <laughs> immediately my thought was, Oh, this is so bad, this is so cringy. But allow me to play the interpreter here. Um, I think what he meant to say was that he wants, you know, like. A mother's love, right? It's unconditional. It's caring. Mm -hmm. It's supportive. And I think that's what he means, but you cannot phrase that in any way and not get that meaning, like get that specific meaning that I said out of it. It will sound very off-putting regardless of how you spin it.
1: (laughs) The only way is by leaving mother out of it. Just saying, my perfect woman will give me unconditional love.
2: (laughs) That's it. That's really it. So we're going to see him next week. He's going to arrive to the States I'm excited. Nervous, but excited. Let's see what even Muhammad do. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I am very nervous because like I said, like I I don't want her to just only be doing all of this stuff for him because clearly we see he takes this stuff very seriously. But the fact that she told us that when she did wear a bikini he they didn't talk for three days. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> Full fight. there
1: sounds like there are consequences in their relationship, uh, at least with communication. When she does things that aren't a part of what his typical lifestyle. So I I think when we do see them interact, that'll be very telling about what's really going on here. Uh, So looking forward to see that.
2: 100%. And this is where we can, uh, where I'll leave it for the listeners. Do I think Muhammad should or should not? It's his, you know, the way he carries himself. It's where he grew up. It's how he sees the world if these are his expectations and stuff, he is allowed to have them. But if Eve wants to be with him and this stuff's going to be a problem, that's where I'm like, y'all might not be the perfect fit because Mm -hmm. you come from two different walks of life and you might not be able to find that middle, that compromise that you agree to. It's either. So right now it looks like it's either Eve does everything. The way Muhammad wants it to be, or it's not going to work out. So that's not a great start for this relationship. At all, <laughs> yeah, all right, well, let's go over to a relationship that has been two years in the making with Emily and Kobe, so Emily is now going to Kansas City to uh, pick up Kobe from the airport when he arrives from Cameroon, and she is in the process of uh you know going through some lingerie, going through some you know nice fits for the first encounter with Kobe since they've last seen each other, so. Uh, she's doing this with her sister. And before we get any further, uh, give me your thoughts, Asia, on the Emily and Kobe relationship.
1: I think Emily and Kobe, they they definitely both intended for their situation to be a one and done, one night stand, have fun, move it on. Yes, The fact that they are now joined with child, I think that, you know, maybe they just I think Kobe maybe in a situation where he wants to co-parent Emily, however, is like, look, we share a child. We should make this work. And so the fact that they don't have similar, uh, I guess, goals for their, the type of relationship that they should have. I don't think they've been very clear about it because the fact that she had, they, you know, they haven't seen each other. They haven't had sex in two years and he doesn't like sexting. Then, I don't know where she's getting the impression that their relationship is any anything more than co-parenting,
2: right? Like for the for the son for the child, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, because that's the thing is that you know when it comes to to sexting and like digitally uh, doing stuff like that, I know that there's people that don't subscribe to it. Obviously, they can't do it. They feel weird about it. Some people, you know, might not want to send uh, dirty messages or nudes across mm-hmm. the internet. So, like, I get all that. But then if that then it comes down to, well, we're not going to get logs of this, but do you to conversate, do you have like, <laughs> right. you know, do you talk about stuff? I don't know. I feel like the way yeah. she put it was that in nothing. It's not just pictures and video chatting. It's like we don't even like dirty talk, which to me right. is like, OK, then it might be a little bit more platonic and, and for uh, Cobin, if anything.
1: Right. because so it's like, OK, if they, I mean, they if they're engaged. I think that Kobe just has the impression of like, OK, well, that's how I can get myself to the state so I can be with my son. Not, oh, I'm finally going to be able to be <laughs> with my woman, my the love of my life. Right. Uh, and then also get to be with my son.
2: Yeah. and And it's fascinating with these two because so she's clearly doing all of this stuff because she figures I'm going to go pick up Kobe from Kansas City. night early. So I'm going to hang out with my friend Sean tonight. Then tomorrow we'll have the day in Kansas City. Just me and Kobe we will hang out. We'll rekindle. We'll do our stuff. We'll catch up after two years. Then we'll come back home and see Koben and the rest of the family. But I feel like this is something y'all should have talked about beforehand because. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, well, we'll get to that. Then how about we talk about meeting Sean? Sean being Emily's really close friend. That she has been, she's known for a long time. Sean initially came off to me as a protective friend, but then he became the skeptical friend as well. He was a combo (laughs) platter,
1: (laughs) right? Which is a good combination. Like you need somebody who's looking out for you, just wants the best for you, but then can also be real with you and like present a, a a scenario that you haven't seen or that you're not thinking about because he not he. I mean, understandably so he thinks that this is wild that she only knew him for a couple of months and that, you know, now he's moving here and they have a child to raise together. But at that the time that they had the child, it was just they were only together for a couple of months. So, you know, it, it, she is able to just be honest about, yeah, I'm nervous about this, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of pressure for our relationship to work because we have a child. Yeah, Emily, I mean, yes, that's why y'all need to talk about this because is it, are y'all coming together for your son or are y'all in a committed relationship, truly want to get married, in love with each other? So I'm just not sure a lot of these couples, a lot of the time, even in past seasons, I'm like, what do y'all talk about? The fact that this hasn't been discussed. I just feel like that should be on the table to discuss before someone makes this giant move.
2: And and that's the thing with a lot of these couples. And I say this every time we get to a 90 day proper season is that they'll come into the 90 day process. They'll get the K-1 visa. They'll come here and they're like, we have 90 days to figure out if we're going to be together. (laughs) Yeah. You get the 90 days because you've decided you're going to be together. The 90 days is for you to get married and apply for your change of status. So stop it. Stop with the test testing phase. But I mean, with these two, especially, and I think this season being the first one with them being post COVID for the most part, I think it becomes more of a test because it's been two years that we've not been able to fly back and forth to see each other. How are we going to be now? And I feel like with them, it's a big question because I think Emily wants to, you know, I think right now we don't know much about Kobe yet. So I don't want to speak on behalf of him. But from Emily's side, what we've seen is I think she's very interested in them uh rekindling and and having everything be back to how it was before they were separated. Right. Mm-hmm. So. The question is going to be, was two years too long and, and that moment has passed with them or not? Because when they first meet at the airport, Kobe and her are again, adorable. They're very happy. They're, they're kissing. Everything looks great. She's happy. He's happy to see her again. Uh, he made some comments that were not nice at all, not flattering (laughs) at all. Very, very disrespectful. But I don't think she took
1: them as disrespect question mark she her her face was like oh my gosh i can't believe he just said that on camera but then she moved on it was like a oh it's, it's like it's just she was walking and she tripped and then she got back on on her regular stride <laughs> because yeah
2: yeah
1: he the way he said it so nonchalantly i think she she tried to blow it off she's changed and she's gained a lot of uh, gained weight and she's just like oh my gosh but then yeah moving on
2: well, that's the thing. He said that. And I was like, oh, my God, you can't say that. Like, that is messed up. But then I thought he was about to get it and make it better, which I think, again, if I'm playing the interpreter for someone who is um English as a second language, he says, well, you know, and it's not about how you look. Mm-hmm. What are you saying about that? Because I think he means that. You know he's going the Bruno Mars route of "You're amazing just the way you are," but mm-hmm. it comes off as listen, ugly's fine. Like that's how it sounds when you just look at it the way he said it. Which right. again, it, it I was crawling in my skin. It was a lot.
1: Yeah, and like I can't. There was a situation. I can't. Uh, I can't remember which show it was, but yeah, someone said something similar. Like yeah, it, it look looks don't matter. Like just like, wait a second, what are you saying? Like my looks, but but like my looks. Are they good looks? Or are they bad looks? Are they bad looks? And then you don't care? Cause that matters to me too.
2: Right. Like looks don't matter, semicolon. You look amazing. They don't matter, but you are phenomenal. That is, again, the best way you can maybe save that. But it, you again, there's no way you can say this without coming like it coming off the way we took it and the way Emily's face took it. Like, right. It's difficult. But yeah. then he tells us he he's complete now. He's happy to be here. So that sounds all well and good until the next time on <laughs> where we see Kobe mention, yeah, what Emily wants is kind of selfish. I want to go see my son now.
1: Yeah. Which that right there, that told me he is here for his son. Which...
2: I can't say that I fault him if he was he couldn't be there for the birth of his son. He Mm -hmm. hasn't gotten to see his son. He's only seen his son grow before his eyes over FaceTime. I fully understand him wanting to see his son and then maybe rekindle stuff because I don't think Kobe's like fully, I don't think Kobe and Emily are like platonic done, but I think he came in with, I want to see Coben. Coben, I need to see Coben. Like, we've seen each other before but I haven't met my son. And I feel like that is the priority for him. So I can't fault him for that whatsoever. And I would hope that Emily understands where he might be coming from, but I don't think she might.
1: At all. Because she's coming into this thinking, I'm finally getting to see my man after two years. So I want to make it special. I know he wants to see Coben, but it's okay. I will we'll have this moment and then he'll be happy to see him the next day. When it's like, no, he is this is his first time meeting his son. If anything, he would have wanted his son at the airport waiting with his arms open wide, ready to like run to him. Like I'm sure he even though she had prepared him that he wasn't Coben wasn't coming, mm-hmm. I'm sure he was really hoping he would have been able to meet him at the airport because this is the first time in 17 months. Like he has not seen his son since he was born. So it's just like, of course he's excited to see him. Like she can't knock him for that. But I think the way that it's been, it's going to be presented in the next, with how we saw it on the next time on is like, oh, you want to see him? So you don't want to spend this night in this hotel with me? Girl, Two two things can be true. He could be happy to see you after so long because y'all clearly have like, I mean you've had some type of relationship so at this like he cares for you in some capacity even if it's just as the mother of his son but it's like you can't knock him for being disappointed that he's not going to get this like one more day I'm here in the states and I have to spend another day waiting I've already waited so long
2: Right and I feel like the other part of this the big part that Emily is battling I think Emily has been very worried about uh Kobe seeing her after this long you know she talks about her new body, she's got the mom bod and she's been worried about how he might be seeing her and how he might feel about that. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's also battling with that in her mind so it's going to be very hard for her to you know in a situation like this if he is being negligent of maybe physical intimacy or negligent of spending quality time with her I feel like it's very easy to see if her mind goes to wow he doesn't like me the way I am now which I hope isn't the case and I hope that's not how she ends up feeling, but I could very much see that happening with mm-hmm. where we're headed right now.
1: Right. Uh makes me it, it makes me really nervous because it feels like in this situation she's gonna be the one that's heartbroken. Um and that because makes she sad. has these expectations. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. Like when she's picking out lingerie, she's already ha- she you know what her expectation is. Like we're gonna use this lingerie. Right. So I I'm gonna predict right. It's only episode two. We're seeing them for the second time. I'm gonna predict they're going to be physically intimate. That's going to be completely fine after they see Coben.
1: Hmm. But doesn't she live with? She lives Family. with her parents, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Do you think that's going to hinder stuff?
1: It might. Yeah, because she's she said she told. I think it was her telling. Um. I think she was telling Sean that, oh, you know, there's it's it's gonna be hard to have sex or her or her friend when she was packing. That it's gonna be hard to have sexy time with a family in the house and with Kobe in there. So this was like her one opportunity by doing uh, like having the hotel stay. So uh, I don't mm. know.
2: Well, yeah. And, you know, talking to Sean, we didn't really talk about this, but they talked about how the sex could be different now. And like, what if something weird happens, but then he's Mm -hmm. into it and it's weird. So I feel like there's a lot of the we don't even know how it's going to go with her and him. So it's going to we'll see. But I feel like with with 90 day couples, with what we've seen, having to be in in a house with other people, with family. They always say it's gonna be awkward, or it could be difficult, but they always find a way, so mm-hmm. we'll see if if they get motivated to do something later, but I think what we can guarantee is I have a feeling they're not the Kansas City trip is not going to go the way Emily would want it to go, <laughs> right, and they're gonna drive home, so we'll see how that plays out,
1: yeah, and nothing's stopping them from getting a hotel once they do get home, then you know, like in a week, you could go get a hotel for a night in the same easily. Town. Yeah,
2: Yeah, an Airbnb, something. Yeah, there'll be yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. So let's take one more break. When we come back, we will talk about Kara and Guillermo and Guillermo's trip from the Dominican.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved,
1: we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: All right. So we are at the couple now, Asia. Karen Guillermo. The only couple where the partner first goes the other way before coming back to the USA this season.
1: <laughs> I just want to know, like. Girl, you she talking to Kara, she girl, you are balling with this balloon business because flights are not cheap. And you got a flight for 24 hours.
2: You pretty much got a flight to go there, have a dinner with with some friends and then yeah. bring him back the next day. That is if that isn't balling. I don't know what is like that is. <laughs> that is you. That's like you're flashing the money. This is like the proverbial Louis Vuitton luggage that Bilal's right? got out there. <laughs>
1: It is. It's the opposite situation of just like overly showing that you're good. Like you come in. Look, I can come to you. Then we can go together. It's just what I mean, uh, just a good way to go support her man, because the way that she could have just waited. But she's like, no, I don't want to take any chances with this expired passport. Let me just be there every step of the way
2: hmm. And, and that's the thing is I do love because obviously when we talked about it last week with Liana, Liana points out, well, if if the consulate or the embassy has already said everything's going to be good, then everything's going to be good. There's nothing to worry about. Maybe the TSA agent there might have problems, but for the most part, fine. I love that she didn't leave it to chance and thought, let's just be safe. It's worth yeah. the trip just to be safe. So that was great. We got to see, um, Christopher, who is Guillermo's, uh, um, brother, younger brother. I guess not younger, but he has two brothers. It's the younger of the two. He's the youngest of the three. So we got to see him. We got to see, uh, one of his friends who's now close friends with Kara, also named Chris, Christopher and Chris, both there. But what I was very fascinated by, and I'm very willing to put this a word out for Kara. Kara probably has picked up the language of her partner better than any other 90-day person I can think of right now in recent memory.
1: she's so good that I'm like, did she already know it before him?
2: Well, it is interesting because she did say she had taken the job to go there for for a little bit. She is well-traveled, but Mm -hmm. she was speaking it flawlessly. She was having a good time. She was switching. I I saw this from a Reddit comment that um, it's their language and they mentioned that she was able to switch back and forth, no problem. She was even using some Dominican slang in there that um mm-hmm. they they realized and she was using it correctly. So hey, all the power to Kara out here.
1: I was I was impressed because I felt like I mean this further shows me that and I, we're gonna we're, we'll do the rankings later, but this shows me that they're one of the strongest couples because it. There there's there appears to be effort on both ends. There's appears to be pure uh, interest and and love there from what I'm seeing and just seeing how natural she was uh, communicating with his family and the fact that she's able to communicate with him, too. (laughs) So I think that's like really helpful and should like, yeah, definitely shouldn't go under understated.
2: Yes, I think so, too. But then we get to some conversation that maybe it would have helped if she wasn't as fluent in the language because (laughs) it it rubbed Guillermo the wrong way, Asia. So the table's joking about and obviously Christopher, like Guillermo's his younger brother, 23 years old. And and Chris, the friend also joining in and especially Kara joining in. They joke about how, you know, Guillermo's a little baby and Kara's the sugar mommy.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't, in a, it, it, you know, it would have been fine stopping there. I, I, I think the sugar mama, that's okay. People hear that if you're older. Uh, okay. You, you know, is she, uh, you know, what's the level below c- cougar? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a tiger. No, that can't be it. Um, <laughs>
2: cougar. Okay. There's cougar. There's cougar And then is there something below cougar? There okay. is.
1: Yeah. I've heard it. Not a leopard. Um, it's just like, there is another word for it, um, and I can't even look it up fast enough, oh Puma
2: oh okay, a yeah. Puma, there we go, there yes,
1: we go yes, so you know if she, if she had stopped there and i and i and I get how he was feeling in that moment because it's just like, okay One statement, but the fact that they kept going—that's when things are like, okay, it was funny, but now y'all are doing too much. Like for her to say he's a she, like, oh, it's like he's a toddler. Like she's having a great time with Chris, but no, that he sees that as like, wait, do you respect me as like as your partner in this relationship? I don't want you to see me as a toddler. That's not attractive, you know. She, he wants her to see him as a man. Not like, oh, that's, that's my little toddler.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm robbing the cradle. Like, no yeah. one wants to hear that. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And then she uses a term that then they elaborate on called Sankey Panky. Mm-hmm. And it is to refer to when a younger brown boy, Latino boy specifically, finds an older white female. And typically that's for papers. But I'm not in this for papers, says Guillermo at this point, I was like, yeah, you've gone a bridge too far. Like, you didn't need to get into all this. Like you said, if the joke stopped at Sugar Mama, we're good. Everything's right. fine. Um, Aegis, I, I wanted to look up before you figured out it was Puma, what the terminology was. And I came upon this website uh, from, it's an article from 105.1 The Bounce, Detroit's throwback <laughs> hip hop and R&B radio. Um, and they've got a list and it goes beyond just Puma and Cougar it Whoa. is 1 2 yeah so from 18 to 21 is wildcat 22 okay. to 29 is lynx 30 to 39 we got puma 40 to 49 is cougar then and it goes by decade so then uh, 50 to 59 jaguar 60 to 68 panther uh funnily enough 69 nice on its own is <laughs> pussycat then uh cheetah leopard tiger lion i would like to know who figured this out and and where this <laughs> came from um I've never heard this. I don't know where the bounce comes off here as the uh the um uh the urban dictionary perhaps of like okay we found all the definitions where how okay
1: cool. Yeah, like who that like what determines that? Because in what context do you need to name a wildcat?
2: Yeah. Like, like no I've never heard wildcat get ever mentioned or lynx or Hell, uh, leopard, I've never heard. Tiger is 90 to 99. That 100 plus is a lion.
1: 100 plus. We're out here naming women who have just lived a great life.
2: A whole century. We're like, all right, you're <laughs> right. a lion now. Like, what? Stop lion. it.
1: Lion. Wow. Yeah. Learn something new every day.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, we learned it. Uh, is it ever going to come back into conversation? Probably not. I'm going to forget about this in five, <laughs> five minutes. So we move. Just know
1: Puma and Cougar.
2: <laughs> that's it. That's, that's what you need to know. And then you're good to right. go. Yeah. So all this joking with Guillermo, I think sets up that, ooh, maybe this could be the drama for them. Cause we talked about this last week and Karen Guillermo don't seem like they're going to have a lot of problems. Like they seem like they're going to be the, the least issue driven couple of the bunch
1: right because at this point that uh, yeah y'all talked about it last week but that being their only issue it's like okay well y'all seem to have a great physical relationship Uh, they seem very natural with each other oh yeah Uh, so I'm like okay are we going to dive deeper into just him saying oh does she respect me or does she not or are y'all just gonna have a nice healthy relationship moving forward yeah. Cause I mean,
2: here's the thing, right? Is that, um, with Liana and I, she is a year older than me. So we've joked about this before, mm-hmm. but like hasn't gone this far, but we <laughs> joked about it. But where I came in insecure into the relationship a little bit was I know that I, um, matured late as far as adult responsibilities and adult capabilities go. So I definitely was a late bloomer in that department. So coming into the relationship, I was very pretty insecure about. Not being treated like I'm capable of handling my business and handling, you -hmm. know, stuff around the house right or like stuff in the relationship right and all that. So that being said, how much drama can they get out of this for content? I don't think a lot, but, and I feel like with Karen Guillermo, it seems like he tells her this. She respects it. We move on. It doesn't seem like they're going to have big problems with this.
1: Yeah. I, I really. I really think it's a non issue. I feel like it's one of those a joke gets too out of hand. I feel like that always happens when people are in front of family, not always to this extent, but you start joking about the 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 common person you have, right? And it's just like, okay, well we'll reach the limit. Okay, we'll 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 back down now. We won't go as hard. Right. But I'm like once they get to the US, you know, she's not gonna be joking around with his brother. So you know, I just, I think that they're going to be fine.
2: Yeah, big same. And then they kind of, they just push us to the next day. Christopher and his fiance are going to take them to the airport. And they get there. They take the flight. They get off the plane. And then they go in for questioning. They're detained for two hours. They make it seem like, oh, it's a big deal. Ultimately, it was nothing. They were like, oh, yeah. you're, this is your passport. Okay, you're good to go. So everything's okay. He's out. He's excited to meet people. He's excited to meet our family. And that's where we leave them in the next time on. We actually do not see them. So,
1: yeah, they probably, especially if they are going to introduce um, Ari and Binium, I think that they probably, this would be the couple to take a break from, because yeah. how much content are you going to pull out of, uh, out of uh, a great relationship?
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like with them and the one other couple that we've not met yet, they might be splitting their difference between alternating bye weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to see uh, what the other couple is going to bring on. They haven't been here yet for two episodes, and they weren't even on the next time on, mm-hmm. so we might not see them till later on in the season, but we'll see. Now, here's a couple we did see that, um, were a lot, especially after the fact, um, reading more about, uh, specifically one of them. It's Gibri and Miona here. Now, Asia, last week, and I, and I don't think I mentioned that I didn't mention this on the pod, but last week, Liana brought something up right before we wrapped up with them that Miona is out here black fishing and I was floored. I did not know. Um, I took everything as like, oh, okay, you know, this is who she is. No, she is. This is she is an imposter. And I read about it on the subreddit and I was completely floored. I immediately sent you the tweets that I saw. Yes. (laughs) Can we speak on this? Can you speak on this and all this nonsense?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wild. She does not look anything like she used to. And mm-hmm. those screenshots from her Facebook were what, 2012,
2: 2013?
1: 15, 2015. 2015. Yeah, so even, <laughs> even more recent. So, like, okay, taking it con- into consideration the fact that she's 23 and those were seven years ago. So, maybe like, okay, she's like 16, right? And then you have to take into account that people mature as they get older mature in their looks but they they don't become a different like ethnicity you know
2: that doesn't happen that's not a thing
1: right like she looks like a kardashian which we know like uh we know that the uh she i guess they brought it up at one point that you know she admires the kardashian lifestyle uh, i think that's what Jibri uh, said uh, but did you see her Instagram post about her responding to the hate?
2: Oh my god, I have not. Please break okay. the news. <laughs> oh, so no. she
1: said so she did delete her Facebook or deactivate it because there was yes. just right after people found the screenshots. Um, so she said, I'm Serbian. I will represent myself as such. I love my country and my people and I'm born and raised there. I thought there is no need to clarify this because in my country, we, we don't nonchalantly abuse other people without knowing anything about them. But let me say this. I don't have, I don't have only Serbian genes based on my DNA test. I have both Mexican and middle Eastern background, but I will always represent myself as Serbian because that's my culture. Now, please go donate to these two orgs and find something better to write about.
2: Huh? Okay.
1: Yeah, so interesting. (laughs) Yeah, you need to digest it for a second.
2: Yeah, definitely sitting in the intro. Okay, so I mean, that's one thing, but then you also did deactivate your Facebook. So if you think nothing's wrong, why did you deactivate the Facebook? Question mark.
1: Right. So it's like, okay, you could be trying to just reduce the hate, reduce the notifications, Mm -hmm. but... It's just the, you know, just I mean, it's just I don't know. Um, yeah, i I think there there is no denial there of not black fishing, right? Uh, so you know, people just I'm I'm just being me. I'm just being me. People like to uh, justify things that way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, all I know is Serbia is a. You know, European country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's all I'm aware of. Uh, but you know, if it, if you know, if you've had work done to look a certain way, just, I mean, just own up to it. I mean, I mean, not even every woman has to. You don't have to admit to the work you've done. But it's just that you know, if she were just to explain, I'm just being mean, not. Oh no! That you know, it's like on someone on TikTok saying a certain thing. Everybody's like, "Wait, wait, wait! Are you black?" And you're like, "Yeah, look at my ancestry DNA. I have ten percent Nigerian." So it's just like a lot of things are. I heard someone explained it really well. Just the difference between you know ethnicity and your culture and what you are culturally, and so you know, it it doesn't it doesn't look great. Is is all I have to say.
2: Yes. And, and I'm, I wholeheartedly agree with that for sure. <laughs> so we don't really see again. not a lot from Miona this episode, so we can yeah. go back and talk about Jibri. Now Jibri is, you know, getting ready. Miona's coming in about two days and he decides I got to go to this car wash and, and get my dad's car sorted before I go get her. And I'm going to call David. Now, last we heard David was his best friend through high school and they started that band together, but then also he has dated David's sister before. They've been business partners, they've been in fist fights. Big pass with David. Okay.
1: Yeah. Rich history.
2: <laughs> a lot. And okay, so first of all, I don't know why Jibri didn't think to do this and was shocked when it happened, but you roll your window up when you're in a car wash guy. Like I he was so offended <laughs> that soap got in the car when his window was open.
1: The fact that this happened just told me everything I needed to know about him. Like I mean, he makes me feel like I need to take a step back and like get my life in order. He's Just all over the place constantly. Like he's not the ready. fact yeah, that like, the fact that you are so preoccupied with talking about the situation and being on the phone that you forget to roll your window up. That is just a hey, what, th- it's a no-brainer. I didn't think that that was a thing that required effort, but apparently in his case, it did.
2: Yeah, Uh this combined with the fact that he didn't know how to start the lawnmower last
1: week. Yes.
2: I think that he's in for a rude awakening. Again, he was the one who didn't also want to talk about finances with his mom. He was like, I, listen, I dream. I hustle. I'm going to hustle my way out of this. <laughs> Very delusional and living in the clouds, not enough realism, not enough, uh, uh, living in reality. But hey, sometimes the dreamer, you got the dream. I, I dream a lot. i my head's in the clouds often. Liana's mm-hmm. the one who brings me back to reality when I need to. But again, more from David now. So David, we find out has never really approved of Miona as part of this uh, couple. And in this call, David does tell him, listen, uh we're getting the band's getting ready to come back together i'm ready space cash is ready where are you at? i was like hold on we're just gonna gloss over the name space cash here like that's not that's a normal name i'm supposed to know space cash
1: it doesn't even have a ring to it, it like it does if not even, even if it was just space like okay that's that or, or just cash yeah cash is more common Mm-hmm. We can, that that's great. Space Cash is so <laughs> unique that it needs to just not be a thing.
2: It's a mouth. It's a it's a mouthful because like I'm assuming it's a nickname, but it's a very long nickname. Space too, Cash. Too long.
1: Yeah. At that point, I would prefer to use your government name.
2: Seriously, but hey, he listen. Whoever Space Cash is, they're ready to get the band back <laughs> together and to to go on with a tour. But David says, uh, uh, Jibri says to David, Hey, listen, I'm getting ready for for Miona. She's coming here soon. How soon is soon? Uh, Tomorrow. And David says, All right, yeah, good luck with that, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you've warned a friend so often about something, but they just continue to not listen, you don't even want to put in the effort of trying one more time. So it's just like, All right, good luck. honestly
2: honestly like i mean i've been there in that um i've been in a situation where my roommate was dating this girl who then moved in with us but he knew it was a bad relationship i knew it was a bad relationship and i'll give you one example so that you understand why uh so we had i worked night shifts he worked during the day so we didn't really get a lot of time to hang out when he first moved to canada Mm -hmm. so then one night as my day off his day off We decide, All right, we're going to go to the movies, we're going to watch Ant-Man, it'll be fun, we both love Paul Rudd, easy done. So we go to the movies, we watch the movie, we come home, and there's a hole in our living room, wall. She punched a hole in, and I didn't question it, I just went to my room, shut the door, I knew he had to talk to her about it. Turns out she was mad that he was hanging out with me. And I was like, uh, we've been best friends for like 10 years at this point. How is this an issue? And also we y'all hang out all the time i was like listen whatever but he knew and after that we had a conversation he's like yeah i i think this is wrong like this is not a relationship that's healthy i'm gonna break things off i was like listen man you have my support i got you whatever you need and then kind of fell back on it and then continued dating and then was trying to move in with her to another place and at that point i was like listen i can't do anything else for you like Mm -hmm. go ahead good luck and it felt the same way for me. I was I was the David to to my yeah. friend. And, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes the you see things in a relationship that you don't approve of. Now, I gave you a full example that made sense. We don't know Miona. So we don't know if this is just what they're saying, which is uh, she was kind of rude when they first met and they were never on the same page moving forward. So was there anything right. more than that? That we don't know, but I'm excited to find out. Now, I have a question for you, Asia. I don't know if you caught this. Um, Gibri's shirt was blurred, but I couldn't tell what was on the shirt. Could you figure out what oh, was on the shirt?
1: Oh No, I didn't see the blur. It was
2: It was like a person's face, but oh. I don't know who the person was. I didn't right. pay enough attention either, but I did notice it was blurry.
1: Huh? Because usually it's just a brand, but if it's like a self-made shirt then what unless there was like nudity or something
2: mm-hmm. uh, it's a great question yeah okay no. so then that's the conversation with david uh we move on and uh we find well, out actually yeah one yeah. More thing
1: on uh david was just that he his main thing was like he didn't like her vibe which i i i take that with a grain of salt when people say that because sometimes people like especially people that like i've I've learned a lot about like introverts versus, versus extroverts. Um, and just like helping me better manage like my own friendships, knowing that I'm an extrovert, extrovert. And a lot of people don't operate that way as an introvert and just learning like how that works. So it's like, if somebody is introverted and they're not super open and welcoming to you on upon, upon the first meeting, it, it's mm-hmm. not them being rude. It's just, no. you know, that's how they're evaluating the situation. So that's why I'm like, I need to, I need to really see Miana in action to know like what's the truth.
2: Yeah I feel like you know when people cite vibes as a reason not everyone's going to vibe the same you can be very similar to someone and then have different interactions with the same person like it doesn't always gel so I agree with the grain of salt of it all I think we have to just see what it was learn more about it maybe get a better understanding of it but Whatever it was, Jibri, I think, correctly notices and realizes, yeah, this is not something that's going to get fixed, potentially. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because what happened was the whole thing is that when the pandemic started, he, uh Jibri left and went back to Serbia to be with Miona and also, as a result, ditched the band. And mm-hmm. I feel like he thinks that this is also one of the reasons that, him and David have had some friction, but clearly, David's trying to bring the band back together. So, when you're not saying, No, I have some other obligations, you're saying, Yeah, well, Miona's coming, so I'm going to have to take care of that. You're making Miona the problem between the exactly. two. Exactly. You. Like, you are actively choosing this to be the, the reason. So, I don't want to hear anything about it, Jubri,
1: okay? Exactly. That's <laughs> your own doing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what else is this doing? Uh,
2: the way he's going to pick up me on from the airport. So, oh my
1: gosh.
2: Jibri, first of all, is a very fashion-forward man. In that his fashion choices I maybe wouldn't work for me or I don't know if I would understand how to operate that way. I will say <laughs> Chappelle told me he approved of this outfit. So
1: the pink on pink,
2: the yeah he did. He said the lilac. He loved it. The cowboy hat. He loved it. So <laughs> hey, all I'm saying, Chappelle, is a better oh, see the you suit rep that.
1: or in preparation because he had two two pink situations. <laughs> so he I had... showed
2: him the the airport. I showed him the airport okay. photo. So the okay. post the the what he ended up finalizing. He gotcha. Because so when he was
1: getting everything together, he also had on like a pink tee with the pink matching pink shorts, and it wasn't cotton. I don't know what the material was, but it was like that's a bold choice. But he did it.
2: Yeah. So, so he gets dressed, ready to go to the airport, and he says, I'm bringing a couple things for me on us, a couple gifts. First thing is, I'm bringing this red carpet because I want to give her a red carpet entry into the United States. And it's like this red. Not a blanket. It's, I guess you can call it carpet. It's not really a carpet. It felt more like a blanket type material to me. Yeah,
1: know. it was like, a, I I can't even think of the material, but yeah, just, I mean, just a huge, huge red carpet. And I, I kind of got the impression that he was going to do it at home at the entry, but no, <laughs> he did it at the airport. I was he like, took okay. it to the airport. Yeah
2: yeah it looks like maybe it's like a like a throw you put on like a dining table like a tablecloth, maybe,
1: yeah like a runner,
2: yes, yes yes yes, that's mm-hmm. actually what it is, yeah, so he does that, and he's he's dressed in the suit he's got he's wearing a cowboy hat, he's bought her her own cowboy boots is these, these pink cowboy boots, and then a cowboy hat with like some pink rim there for Miona. he's excited to give these to her, but when he goes to bend over to pick it up, he rips his pants. <laughs>
1: And any, any, just I guess uh, sane functioning human being would think, okay, I need to change my pants. Like I, I know this is what I prepared, but this is a wash. He said, forget it. I'm moving forward with this <laughs> with this rip He's in like, my how pants. How bad
2: is the rip? Is the rip very bad? Because I can get, I can combat a bad, like a not that bad rip. It was very clear to me, Asia, that he was convinced this is the outfit she needs to see me in when I when yeah. she gets here.
1: <laughs> it was Yeah, it was just like, OK, what's your explanation? And when she does see the rip, because you could see it from the back, it'd be different if it was like the rip right in between the seam. Like if you're walking, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. But as he stood there evaluating it, you can see it from behind. So he just said, hey, I'm going to pull down my suit jacket and keep it moving. <laughs>
2: Well, this is why Liana and I would not be a good fit for this show, because I'm a firm believer when I'm traveling, I dress comfortably. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a nice, loose fit, potentially pair of sweatpants and a hoodie. If it gets cold in the airplane, I'm sorted. I don't have to worry about like my pockets being full and like jeans or in a suit jacket, None of that. So. And then Liana would also be like, I'm just picking her up from the airport and we're dressed casually. We're going to see each other. It's going to be great. But yeah. both of them were like, no, no, no. We need to show out at this airport. We need to let right. South Dakota know who's here and make an entrance.
1: Right. Because I'm sure the South Dakota airport is just packed full of people. <laughs>
2: But, yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we've talked about that before on the Married at First Sight podcast when Sarah Carradine uh was a guest. And she told mm-hmm. us that back in the day, people used to dress up to go today. Like now people dress down, but people used to dress up. And if you dress up, you're more likely to get upgraded to first class if that's the situation. But she was like, Ooh. when people would go on flights, it was it was customary to just look nice. And I was just like, I can't imagine. Like I'm like, <laughs> which sweatpants am I putting on? Yeah. which
2: tennis shoes it's going to be the blue ones or the right. red ones I don't know yeah, that's really where it goes for me as well yeah. and listen if I'm dressed very nicely you better upgrade me because I need more comfort <laughs> because these right. these jeans are not giving these pants are not going to give but so <laughs> Jibri puts down the red carpet at the airport but then he gets mad because this one guy just walks through
1: it <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's like no 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 <laughs>
2: Like I know you're not going through the carpet right now. Well, like you left it in front of the escalator. Like it's it's obviously people are going to pass through it.
1: Yeah, this is not your airport, Gibby. <laughs> like people <laughs> have places to go, and no one's like, okay, wait. There's a camera crew. There's a red carpet. I should avoid that. That man was like on a mission.
2: Yeah. So Miona finds her way down the escalator. They embrace. Everything looks good. They seem happy, which I love. I'm glad. You know, but. With them, you already know this is going to be a messy couple because she was clear last week. She doesn't want South Dakota to be a longer stay than it has to. But then I also think that Jibri wants it to be longer to save money. So yeah. it's going to get messy with them. I already know it.
1: Yeah. And the way that we already found out how they got together, the fact that she liked his pick, which is just like the, the, uh, the one lavish way rock to, star
2: living. Right.
1: Yeah. So she liked his pick. And then he commented on a pick of her by asking about her friend. And she's like, Y'all, don't do that. That's not <laughs> that's not how you do it. Oh you yeah. all choices. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the, we see the next time on with them, and uh they're gonna be having dinner at home and mm-hmm. Gibri's gonna get upset with the questioning that's coming from the family towards Miona, specifically his mom. Which, what did you expect was going to happen? Like, of course, yeah. they're going to ask questions for the woman you're going to marry, so... Hmm.
1: And and what a difference. Like, he's like, she's tired. Meanwhile, you have uh, Bilal over here giving tests, even though <laughs> Shaita's tired. Some people care, some people don't, you know?
2: Honestly, and that is it. That is the fact. Um, I, I did see on the Reddit today, also speaking of Bilal, someone posted a photo of you and we talked about this last week how Bilal has these Instagram posts with long long captions uh-huh. and there's this big and like he's taking a photo I think where somewhere where he's either giving some kind of a talk or something but in his caption he talks about nothing's ever about money and then in the picture in the background there's a couple of people holding this book that is essentially how to make money book so <laughs> the irony yes. is not lost Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Goodness. Well, Asia, this brings us to the end of our destination here on the Hot Mess Express today. Do you have anything else you want to speak on with regards to 90 Day before we head on out here?
1: Man, what a fun ride. Um, I wish I could have written down the lyrics to um, to J- Jibri's Freestyle in the Car when he was on his way to pick up Miona. Um was it fire was it not
2: (laughs) listen if if we didn't write down the lyrics that means we were able to at least bop our heads a little he stayed (laughs) like whatever the song background they gave him because i don't think that was what he put down it Mm -hmm. matched so i wasn't mad at it i mean he is an artist so it fits he did a better job than many other 90 day people before him and i mentioned this last week i did check out some of his music i wasn't mad at the music it was fine
1: yeah i would really hope if you're like you're devoting a lot of time to music that you are decent you know Mm -hmm. that it's not like bro choose a different career so it's good it it is good that it 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 sounded good so yeah Um, wasn't mad about that but yeah i'm excited to meet the new couple next week um to to see ari and biniam i mean that next time on is (laughs) oh my god the the wine in her face i mean Uh, things uh, just escalate it
2: I can't believe we're already getting to the wine thrown in the face scene. And I can't believe Chappelle is going to be on with me to talk about it next yes.
1: week. Yes. Oh my like, gosh. I can't talk wait. about an
2: episode that's going to be messy. And then I'm just, and you, you know, this, cause you've had Chappelle on your show. His mm-hmm. takes wow me sometimes. He doesn't, he doesn't have the takes <laughs> I expect him to have. So I don't know what he's going to say about that.
1: <laughs> I've learned to expect from Chappelle the opposite of whatever I would think that he like just a natural reaction to something i'm like yeah chappelle's thinking the opposite
2: (laughs) that's honestly a good shout it's like if you think you have a read on chappelle flip it reverse it then it's the read now you have the correct read yeah (laughs) right (laughs) well asia let people know where can they find you what other podcasts you have going on if they want to get more of asia's takes on stuff here
1: Yeah. So y'all can follow me on Twitter at Asia like Asia. That's A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. You can subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed. That's where we're covering all of the RHAP First Sight type of shows. So we got Married at First Sight. I'm talking about that weekly with Jason Reed. Um, We had Mari Forth on last week. So that was a great episode. We should be wrapping up the season in a couple of weeks. So just tune in. Enjoy. You don't even have to watch the show. Um, I also covered the ultimatum on that feed with Mary Kukowski. We talked about season one, which was just wild, great season. And there are more to come. So can't wait for those future seasons. And then also our coverage of Love is Blind season two. So go ahead and subscribe to that feed to hear about all three of those shows. Um Also, Big Brother Canada is wrapping up soon, but I am still hopping around on a couple of those um podcasts. So you can hear me there. Um, But yeah, if you want to hear or see anything I'm up to, just give me a follow on Twitter and I'll post about it there.
2: There you go. Asia like Asia. You got it right there. Perfect. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream there three, four times a week. Come through. Say hi. Would appreciate that. And also the Mass Singer podcast with Liana is going strong. We passed what I would argue is the worst episode of this season. Luckily, on to greater and better things over there. So check that out on the Rehapups Network. Like Asia said, Big Brother Canada still going on. We got about, what, maybe less than two weeks going here. I'll still be there Friday morning to talk about what happened on the feeds the night prior. If they give us any, With are Taryn Armstrong, so that'll be going on. And uh, last but not least, if you would like to leave a rating and review for this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. It allows people to find the podcast. It gives me feedback for what you like. I would appreciate it. So go over to Rob's website.com slash 90 day fiance. That's number nine, number zero day fiance. And uh, let us know. Okay. And last, okay. Actually, you know what? One more thing before we get off the hot mess express here, tweet at me and Asia. If you finish this podcast and let us know, do you dress more casually for travel or do you dress up for travel? No judgment will be given to whatever answer you give. I'm just curious out here. Okay.
1: And if you happen to be at the airport while listening to this, just take a selfie.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, even better. There you go. (laughs) See how many of you were traveling while listening to this. All right. We have now arrived at the destination for this evening. I hope you had a good time with us until next time. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. It is Ryan
0: here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?